Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sunny D. Thank you all uh, so much for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Um, and again, thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. This is episode 100. Uh, now, I know it's not the 100th episode officially. That would have happened uh, quite a few episodes ago, probably in around episode 90, 87, 90, uh, when you include uh, some of the mini casts from the very beginning, uh, the Whiskey Wednesdays, the talks with Mitch, um, all those episodes put together there. Would have gotten us over 100, but this is episode number 100. I'm so excited uh, to have gone to this milestone. I thank you all so much uh, for the continued support there and growing support that's kind of helped me and encouraged me along the way. Um, I feel uh, revitalized, re-energized, um, just incredibly inspired and motivated now as we look forward to the next hundred and thousandth episodes of the show. Um, I'd like to expand on content here on the show. Again, continuing some of the great things, bringing on guests like Mitch Calvert from Mitch Calvert Fitness, having Walter come on. Uh, for Whiskey Wednesdays, uh, we do have a couple of those lined up. We also uh, and bring in other guests. I uh, bring in Token Tony from uh, Vegas Squares. Uh, uh, whatever, bring in my uh, my buddy Nick. Uh, bring in. Uh, we got Jess. I finally got her to agree to come on the show, so it'll be exciting. Uh, as well as some other new uh, faces and personalities on the show um, over the next little while. So that's something to look forward to. So if you haven't already done so, um, please subscribe. Uh, tell others to subscribe or at least mention the podcast. Let them decide for themselves. But I'm hoping you guys all enjoy the content, and I'm sure they will enjoy the content as well. Anyway, let's get into it. It is episode 100. Uh, summer is well behind us now up here in Winnipeg. Today was probably the first day I truly felt like summer was a thing of the past, and it's only September 2nd. Uh, so that is rather sad and depressing, but it is what it is. Uh, what are you going to do? I think as Winnipeggers, I often tell people this, that ask me what it's like to live in Winnipeg or what Winnipeg life's like. I say we often trick ourselves into thinking things kind of weather-wise aren't as bad as they necessarily are. You know, our winters aren't as cold as we like to think they are. Our springs, you know, aren't as long. Our falls aren't as long. They're not as wet. You know, our summers are longer and hotter than they are. Um, and then reality kind of sets in. Our summers here in Manitoba are beautiful. Uh, for those of you that are lake goers or enjoy going to the lake, whatever it might be, the summers here are quite conducive to that. Uh, if you're into camping, just spending time outdoors, Winnipeg uh, or Manitoba and Winnipeg summers are great for that. Um, but again, the rest of the seasons sadly don't match up. Um, our falls are a, are a sad reminder that winter's around the corner, and our winters do fucking suck. I think no matter which way you slice it, um, Winnipeg winters are just dreadful. They're cold. They're long. It you know the sun comes out late. It goes away early. You know, so the sunlight's at a minimum. It's just it's not as pleasurable a time as people want to pretend it is. Oh, that being said, some of us are kind of winterish people because we do winter activities like skating, whatever it might be, hockey, other winter sports, cross country, downhill skiing, snowboarding snowmobiling whatever it might be all of these things so i mean there are things to do in the winter but in terms of temperature it does fucking suck and you never get used to it i don't think in all of my life living in winnipeg i've ever truly sat down and said you know what yes i finally have come to accept and gotten used to winnipeg winters no they fucking suck they're cold you don't want to leave your bed 
Um, I don't, I never do. And I mean, that's why seasonal depression is so prevalent in certain climates, especially in certain areas. Um, and Winnipeg is one of those. I, I think it is something that affects a lot of people. And that's why you do see a lot of snowbirds based in Winnipeg and in Manitoba because it is so cold and depressing that, yeah, they do decide to get second homes or whatever it might be. They have kids or family that they can stay with elsewhere. They go and stay there um, because the winters here are so dreadful. Um, I cannot stress that enough. But it's those in-between seasons that kind of get us here in Manitoba, or at least get me. Um, I mean, spring, the, the one good thing that spring has that's redeeming about it for me over fall is spring at least is that kind of nice welcome that summer's on its way. Now, because of uh, my career and whatnot, uh, I don't get that same advantage of enjoying the entire Winnipeg summer here because it kind of coincides with poker season a little bit. And that's why, you know, I've talked about... Um, on the podcast and those close to me, you know, curtailing that or adjusting that a little bit because I am missing too much, I find, of those great Manitoba summer days um, by playing the full summer schedule. And uh, for anybody who knows me knows I do play a very full schedule in the summer. So to cut that back, focus maybe on, a, uh, you know, play lesser, uh, less of the games, focus on fewer events, um, kind of get in and out. And then, it, you know, it kind of reinvigorates me. I, I you know, we have to do what keeps us kind of engaged when it comes to anything in our careers. And for me in poker, I think that's kind of where I'm at as I have other endeavors and other challenges and things that I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, it's just, it, it's one of those things now where I don't have the same time for it. Uh, in terms of that willingness to play all the time and put in that long summer grind. So as I, as I adjust that and find its new place in my life, don't get me wrong, it's not something I, I'm you know giving up or any of that. It's just it's curtailing its place in my life. Because um, as I've talked about, your life kind of and, and daily life is about process and routine. I mean, anything we do kind of becomes that, the process and the routine. So right, it's getting it's finding that new routine for poker, that new process, that preparation process, that studying process, the work process of it, so that when you get there to compete, you're ready to compete. All of that, that's kind of where I'm at now. Just kind of retooling that. No different than when I decided, you know, getting back into shape, you know, um, taking control of my health uh, was important. You have to develop that process and that routine. And so as we kind of get into fall here, that is something to kind of think about a little bit in all of our lives, right? We're kind of towards that end of the of the year now. Um, I mean, we have four months left, so we're literally down to the final third here. Uh, but... I mean, it doesn't mean things are over. It doesn't mean, you know, we, we roll over and, and, and take the year as a loss or whatever it might be. I think there's, you know, still a tremendous amount we can all accomplish and do. So what we want that to look like, you know, have our goals changed? Have we, you know, not had the same progress? Maybe now we refocus, we retool, we find new things. Uh, I always liken it to, especially fall for me, uh, kind of always has become that start of a new year. I know they always say January 1st, the start of the new year. But it's almost like that new year for me because I always think back to school time, right? The start of the new year was always September. You know, you go through the grades, September to June. So I always kind of view it as that, the new start. I've always viewed September's as kind of that new start for the next kind of cycle almost. So if you want to take a look at an approach that way, I don't see anything wrong with it because, I mean, that's what I do. And I think a lot of us might subconsciously already do that. And that's why, for instance, we relate to certain sports, right? The sports that start in September, October are a little easier for us to relate to sometimes and engage in because it's so close to uh, what it would have been um, for us growing up. So when you think about it that way, 
uh, it, it does make sense to kind of look at that as, as kind of cyclical and seasons you know, of your life almost. You're into the next season. Uh, so that, that's kind of how I look at it. When I look at what I want to accomplish now in this next season, again, there's part of that, you know, shaping the routine, the process, right? Everything comes down to routine and process. So when people say they don't have the time for this, it's you kind of have to ask yourself a little bit and be realistic with yourself. Do you want to have time for X, Y, or Z? If X, Y, or Z isn't that important to you, that's fine. That's 100% fine, but that's kind of on you. That's not on me. That's not on anybody else. And in discovering that, I mean, it's not different than grades. You know, when you're in school, if you want to get good grades, I mean, you have to put yourself, again, in positions to win and perform at, an, uh, at a level that will allow you to win. If you're taking courses that you're not going to study in, that you find difficult, that you find challenges, that you don't find engaging, well, I mean, you're, not, you're already putting yourself at a deficit, right? So then it's easy to let the other part of that equation fall apart as well. So, I mean, when I, you know, I look at myself and when I've struggled in a course, for instance, or, you know, my grade wasn't what I wanted it to be or thought it should be, I mean, I can probably be honest with myself for most of it and be like, yeah, that was on me. That was 100% on me. You know, if you don't make a certain given team, you know, at a sport, the first place you look is yourself. And if you can truly say to yourself, yes, I did everything and should be on that team or whatever it might be, all right, that's a different issue. But always look at yourself first and put yourself in positions to win. And that's you. That's all for you. That's for you to do. Nobody else. Nobody else can do that work for you. The work has to come from you, yourself. It's no different than, you know, picking up and having a podcast. I had to make the decision to one day say, all right, enough talk. Let's just actually start recording and start putting out episodes. That's how it starts, right? I had nobody to blame for not getting started other than myself. That's the way it had to be. So... You watch high-level professionals. You watch athletes, for instance. I'm watching, as I record this episode, I'm watching the tennis match. Uh, Bianca Andreescu is playing uh, in the fourth round now or even quarterfinals here of the U.S. Open. A round of 16 against, uh, I think it's Jessica Townsend. I'm not sure uh, what the lady's first name is. Taylor Townsend. Uh, American girl. But Andreescu's taking it to her. But Andreescu's showing some holes in her game which she knows that's for her to work on. She can't have her coach come in and fix her double faulting. She has to put in the work to get better on her second serve so that she's not double faulting and winning points. I mean, she's a tremendous player. I mean, this is the first time I've probably sat down and watched most of, if not an entire match of hers. And I'm very impressed for such a young girl and the climb she's made uh, so far in her career. And I think, you know, the sky's the limit for her and she could be that next star. I talked about that when she won that first title of hers. I mean, I, I think the future's bright for um, Bianca Andreescu. And actually, in terms of Canadian tennis, I think right now she might be the one with the highest upswing potential. Um, there might be people that might be a little further along in their development than her, um, especially on the men's side. Um, I mean, Eugenie Bouchard's been around a little longer, but um, she's had some issues too um, with consistency. Whereas Andreescu, I think, when it's all said and done, could um, topple all of them. So anyway, it's four to one right here in the first set for Andrescu. Uh, uh, Townsend is serving at 30-30. Uh, but anyway, it's not, uh, I'm not going to do live reporting here from the tennis match. But anyway, just kind of those things, right? We need to focus on ourselves and put ourselves in those positions to succeed and then perform to succeed. That is the work that we ourselves have to put in. Um, too much woe is me is never good for anybody. Um, I talk about that a lot here and I, keep, and I will keep harping that. Uh, 
you don't want to get in the habit of woe is me. And you don't want to surround yourself with people with that woe is me attitude. And if you do, and if you do have people in their life, don't look at them as like, oh, I need to get necessary rhythm, but try to bring them up, bring, bring them out of that. Because you're doing them such a huge favor and such a huge service. Letting people be a woe is me is a, is a bit of a disservice. And uh, quite frankly, if you have that choice, you kind of want to be the one to lift them out of those funks, right? So as I say that, just keep that in mind a little bit that, you know, it's okay to go through that. It's okay to sometimes feel sorry for ourselves. We all do it. Um, but we want to quickly get out of that, right? And understand and, and be able to kind of rationalize it a little bit. And yeah, we can feel bad for ourselves, but still understand it's still me, right? I didn't put in the work, therefore this didn't go the way I wanted it to, right? Versus, oh, woe is me, the universe is against me. It's a very unhealthy kind of excuse-making way to live. And it's just hard, hard to accomplish anything when that's kind of your attitude. So just... Keep that in mind a little bit. And as I said, as we get into this last portion of you, don't necessarily think of it as, oh, this is another year down the drain. If we haven't accomplished our goals, look at this, this is the start of a new season. Just the start of a new season. And I mean, in a long season, right? That September to June season. And that's how I always, it's funny because that's how I look at the area aspects of my life. And then summer's kind of summer. And then you get back into the next season. That's always kind of how I viewed it and how I've shaped my life in a way. It's very strange. Um, and I think we kind of subconsciously get into that because I mean, even as you get into university, you start thinking that starting jobs in September, you know, that first fall outside of school, all of these things, um, it's kind of geared as us psychologically in a way, I believe, um, to kind of season our lives like that, right? We have on season and off season. Um, but anyway, I think that's why people talk about that. The summer's off needing my summer's off my summer vacations, um, because they view that summer is more of that off season. It's that coasting season. And then come September, that's when you start making your moves, right? So, on, I mean, it's, it's probably like that in a, in a wide variety of cases. I would love to do almost, um, put on my, you know, academic hat again, uh, do a little research on that and go into different types of work settings and just see that changeover in attitude and how the operation is run going into September versus kind of those summer months, right? And coming into the summer months so September October look at from April May and then look at from like June to August there study those three sections in a wide variety that would be such an interesting study because I think we'd I, I'd prove myself right or and I think if someone did do the study and had the resources to do it they would prove me right too and that's kind of how things operate uh, and maybe that's just something maybe I'm not cutting edge and saying any of that but I am saying it I am talking about it, it is my uh, episode 100 so we're just gonna try um, chat today but uh, Andrescu did win the first set here uh, from the looks of it, six to one uh, while we've had a little break there. So I uh, just wanted to talk about that. But yeah, so fall's coming around. And I mean, I myself have been a very different place in my life um, this fall as opposed to last fall, for instance. You know, we're not just starting the podcast. We're episode 100, um, right? We've had another uh, summer tournament series. Uh, Jess and I have gotten even closer as a couple. Uh, intertwine our lives more and more as we say going from a me and you to more of that we mentality which is very important um, and whatever and, and just even kind of what I'm trying to accomplish in my life professionally other endeavors now as I look to expand goals as I look at myself and realize hey you're 31 now's your time this is your time for you here to really accomplish your goals and dreams and and putting in the work and effort to do that uh, developing the, being those processes putting the time and effort there. So whether it be through poker, through music, through comedy, um, through social media, through my content creating, um, through my cooking. Uh, for those of you who know, I'm big into cooking, um, through my skincare, um, all of that. 
um, and sharing those skincare tips with you, those cooking tips with you, um, that poker, those poker tips, those poker breakdowns, really focusing on that, talking about music, talking about current events, really dedicating that now to taking that to a whole new level again. Um, you know, and I've kind of over the waves of having the podcast, right, kind of cycled, kind of seen what pace I want to keep and whatnot. So it's again, working on that and trying to find that right pace that's for me and incorporating those and in things that are important, find, making that effort, that time to get into the gym, maintain that healthy lifestyle, um, keep building upon those, those, those new benchmarks, right? Those new levels that you take your physique and health to. Um, you know, I, when I was last in to see my doctor for my physical, he's like, oh, he's like, you know, you really you know, gotten into great shape over the last year, you know, the whole, you know, jargon there and the whole spiel there is now you're in the maintenance phase. And I was like, and I looked at him and I said, no, I'm not in the maintenance phase. This is just the next, now we go to the next step, right? And it's, it's sometimes it's just that changing of our mindset ourselves. And I talk about that a lot too, mindset, how important that is, right? Uh, a losing mindset leads to losing. Um, winners don't tend to have um, losing mindsets. Nor do winners, you know, they, they, they're too busy trying to win and focusing on winning and, and winning to have that woe is me time. I don't have woe is me time. And that's the thing. If you can fill that woe is me time with as many things that bring you kind of contentment in your life and uh, that sense of fulfillment, that's important. Uh, so, you know, we go into this fall now, um, I'm taking my fitness to a, whole, to a new level. So again, trying to get into better shape, tone up a little bit. Um, we still have some weight to lose around the the midsection, so I'm not gonna try and hide that, but again, putting in the way, um, the work there, you know, taking my strength and conditioning to a whole new, to another uh, next new level, and focusing on those other endeavors now, getting, you know, really pushing that comedy. You know, I've always, I've always enjoyed performing. That's always been something uh, that I've been drawn to. I've always enjoyed talking in front of crowds, um, diverse crowds, doesn't matter what the crowd is, engaging that crowd, letting them kind of just engage in the moment. I love that. I love, I always view when I get up and talk, whether it be um, giving a lecture in university, guest speaking at university, being, you know, substitute for a, you know, for a class, um, whether it's been emceeing events, whether it's been doing open mics, whatever it is, whether it even be improv, engaging that audience, right? F letting them leave their reality and engage in what I'm creating for them. Just give them that. I always look at that as the greatest kind of give back I can and engaging in that. So focusing a lot more on that, per those performing arts a little bit, um, focusing on my comedy. I've been writing a lot of, uh, new material, um, uh, which I think is going to be pretty good. I'm looking to put together uh, maybe even, you know, I've talked to Jess about this, doing a comedy album even. Uh, so something along those lines, and there you go. The problem, see, when you have certain coasters on uh, your workspace is the bottom of the glass, when you have ice in it, it sticks to the uh, coaster. So I'm dropping, and that was happening a lot to me. Uh, last night we uh, had the kids sleeping over, so we didn't, um, you know, try not to wake her up, but... Uh, I was keep dropping the coaster. So, I mean, it happens. But, yeah, so focusing on the comedy, on um, the cooking, you know, that's a big thing for me. Um, pursuing uh, my passions there uh, with cooking. Uh, you know, all of these things, even, you know, whatever it is, in poker too, you know, building upon that. You know, as I said, retooling where poker needs to fit into my life, how it's going to fit in my life, what I'm trying to accomplish, what my goals are, um, all of that, right, it is kind of now that next little bit and, and putting in what I've been talking about and planning for the last couple of months now, putting that into process now, right? The off-season is prep, 
on seasons time to perform so all of that put together now i think is going to lead to some very exciting new episodes and some very exciting new announcements pardon me here on the podcast so uh stay tuned subscribe and uh yeah i think we're gonna have a lot of new and exciting uh things here to talk about um and just some of the things we've all grown to love here the whiskey wednesdays um we're always a fun personal episode uh, maybe doing episodes dedicated to comedy and and i mean i love comedy i mean the thing about comedy is this it allows us to for one second take a step back and just have a laugh i mean they always say laughter is the best medicine and i think sometimes we get so high strung in our lives you know with our day-to-day stresses and i'm not trying to devalue our day-to-day stresses in lives all I'm saying is that sometimes it's nice to be able to look at it through a different lens, a different scope, and laugh at it. You know, it doesn't devalue things. It doesn't devalue current issues to tell jokes. I think that's a big thing that people sometimes get a little sensitized to with comedy. Comedy is a performance. It is, it is meant to be the ridiculous look at your day-to-day life. Things, people you will interact with. It's a different lens of looking at it meant to get you to smile, right? And I mean, yes, we all have different tastes as to the jokes we like. We all have different lines. And sometimes, you know, our boundaries get pushed. Sometimes they don't, whatever it might be. But it's about appreciating the fact. It's about perf- appreciating the performance. And I mean, unless someone's going on some kind of hate tirade, which I, uh, you know, which as we all know, I'm not for. But appreciating that get up in front of that crowd and trying to engage and entertain them. I can appreciate it. I love going and seeing comedy, you know, and that's one of the things that almost inspires me more is when I go and see other great comics. I enjoy that. I get something from that. You know, I look at that and I'm like, look, I'm not, I appreciate and love what they're doing. I'm not going to talk against them. I'm not going to talk that down against that. And I don't want to steal what they do. What they do is beautiful. It's, it might not be what I do, but it's beautiful in its own right. And I think there's a place for, all the comedy in the world so you know i think we're going to see a lot more of that from me uh musically again as well i've been uh playing a lot more of my bass lately so focusing on that but uh, a lot of great content as we take my professional endeavors to this next new level here um sharing all that with you guys so again i do thank you here uh for tuning in um and the support um through these first 100 episodes really means the world to me so thank you again so much for the continued growing support here on the Seems Legit podcast. Um, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit podcast. And if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Anyway, I think we can leave it there for now. Take care and bye-bye for now.